Welcome to the Shuffle Curious Podcast. I'm your host, Patty Lynch. Have you ever seen an amazing shuffler at a show or festival and wondered, how did they get started? How did they develop their skills? And who are they beyond the dance floor? Well, that's exactly what we're exploring in the show. We'll dive into the personal experiences of the dancers that make up our beloved community. We'll be learning more about who they are and what makes this dance so special to them. So with that, let's jump into the show and let's get curious together. Hello to the Shuffle Curious community out there. This is episode 14 of the Shuffle Curious podcast. And in this episode, I had the pleasure of speaking with my friend, Trent. And it was such a fun conversation with him. You know, Trent is one of my best friends out here in Denver. And I just respect him as a dancer, as a friend, and just as a man. He, you know, is a really upstanding person and with great character. So it was an honor to be able to talk to him and to dig deeper into his story. And it was very cool to hear about, you know, his origins. He started as a bass head and slowly started leaning into more shuffleable uh, music, such as house and whatnot. And, you know, he's really built a support system and a friend group and a family around this dance. You know, the Maha Shufflers, he, he paid homage to, you know, in our interview. And they, they really have been just that for him, a, a family, because um, he's, not, he's not from Colorado originally. And, you know, one of the things that I really appreciate about our, our conversation was, you know, how vulnerable Trent was about some of the dark times during his shuffle journey. He injured himself and kind of went through a little bit of a depressive episode there. And he just describes kind of what, what he was going through, maybe what he could have done better um, during that time. But, you know, how he became a better person because of all of it and is more grateful for his body and the ability to move. So it's very encouraging um, to hear about whether you've already been injured, maybe you have an injury right now, or maybe to prepare yourself for an injury because it happens to the best of us. So without further ado, I'd like to get to the conversation. I think you guys will really get a lot of value out of this. I know that I did. So this is my conversation with Trent McFadden. I hope you guys enjoy. Trent. How are you, buddy? I'm fantastic. How are you, man? I'm doing excellent. I'm doing excellent. This is um, this has been fun. Like we've been, <laughs> you came over probably like an hour and a half ago, <laughs> yeah. and we were gonna kick this interview, um, you know, within thirty minutes or so. It's, yeah. It's uh, I usually try and give when the guests come, you know, give a little bit of time to just settle in, kind mm-hmm. of BS a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just checking everything, making sure it's good. Mm-hmm. Um, but typically it's within like 20 to 30 minutes that yeah. uh, we kick this off. But um, we were having some audio issues. Um, our, our good good friend Toph got home a little bit early mm-hmm. from his job. So we wanted to make sure that, you know, he got taken care of and got some grub and you know we had was, a wonderful talk yeah you know, yeah, yeah. Like, it was it was so nice it yeah. was almost for the best like yeah. you took the dog out all yeah, that stuff, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. um no it was it was a lot of fun and i think um it's even primed us for a better uh conversation mm-hmm. so and um you're one of the homies that we can just do that with like mm-hmm. you're just super laid back about all that stuff so th- mm-hmm. thank you thank for you sure. for that yeah yeah for sure man um but I'm really excited to have you on the show. Um, you've been one of the uh, people who really invited me into this Denver scene uh, when I initially got here. Mm-hmm. And um, I can I can throw that back to when I first met you. Mm-hmm. 
it was the first MHS meetup that I'd ever um, attended. Mm-hmm. And it was August of 2021. And I just remember the, the energy um, of that meetup. And there was a lot of people, there was a lot of people there and it was a lot of fun. And, but I remember you specifically, cause you were so inviting and welcoming, you know, towards me. And then there might've been some other people who were also just new faces. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seemed like you had met all of them with that same kind of energy and yeah. you might be a, like a little bit fuzzy on, on it. Cause I, but I, I know like for me, it was like my first time being there. So it was, it was a very salient, um, yeah. uh, intense, like type of, uh, interaction. Cause like trying to dance well, you know what I mean? Like yeah, I yeah, almost yeah. felt like I had something to like prove a little bit. Yeah. Like, it was that, yeah. at that stage of my journey where it's still like perhaps a little bit insecure mm-hmm. about, mm-hmm. um, my dancing and, um, uh, a lot of people like you being one of them and the rest of the crew kind of helped extinguish that. You know, we're yeah. all just vibing and, and yeah. whatnot, but I have a, a video from that meetup. It's like only, it's, probably I maybe got like one or two videos um, mm-hmm. from that meetup, but it's just me jumping into the circle, you know, try, trying my best. And you can hear your voice in that video going like, yeah, Patty, get it. Pat. Like yeah. just cheering me on, hyping, hyping me up. And that meant a lot to me because number one, you're hyping up someone that you just met and mm-hmm. you're excited for them. You're addressing me by my name as yeah. well. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. I, it meant enough for you that, you know, I told you my name, you had told me yours, yeah. that you had even, you know, recalled that. Yeah. And then we're able to, uh, you know, put it into effect, you yeah, know, at, yeah. what, at where it kind of mattered the most. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, making me feel comfortable yeah. um, being at that meetup. So I think it's safe to say, like, you were one of the pivotal people who made me feel very much at home when I first got here um, from the get-go. Yeah. Um, you know, that meetup, could have could have gone sideways with one bad interaction. Yeah, and it didn't happen. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. If anything, like the good interactions piled on onto that, and you know that's that could be where people divert paths. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Just having not one not good experience. So yeah. I thank you for that. Yeah, it's man. been an thank amazing you. ride. Just being a part of the Mahai Shufflers, mm-hmm. being a friend um, to you, and yeah. you being a friend to me. Yeah, um, I think it's been uh, really, really rewarding on, yeah. on both sides. If I can speak for both of us, yes, <laughs> please, man. Yeah, we're just we're just on the same wavelength when it comes to a lot of things, like on many different levels. Um, you know, with how we want to live our lives, how we process things, mm-hmm. like how we want to grow as individuals, as men. You know, like. Um, so yeah, you, like you and I, like I've I've always felt like a very uh, familiar familiarity with you on a lot of levels. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, like it's a uh, it's very important to me that new people coming to the meetup. Like I I take ownership of MHS. Mm-hmm. You know, like I you know it wasn't like an OG, but like I was very very early on, like before COVID. So um, I really want to make people feel welcomed and feel like they can just be themselves and have fun and not have to prove anything and then be encouraged no matter if you're looking good or not. Like, yep. so um, thank you for reflecting that because it's something that I really try to do at every meetup um, is try and meet, you know, new faces. So mm-hmm. um, I'm glad that you felt welcomed. And yeah. That, uh, yeah. That you felt good. So yeah, <laughs> no, I appreciate you, that. You kill it in that regard, man. <laughs> thank and, you. Um, 
I, I know you are, um, you do like hospitality, like you're, yeah, you're yeah. a server and things yeah, like that. Yeah, so I, I, think that, I think that serves you well <laughs> or, or, or the, the skill set that you have goes very well in those social scenarios yeah. where it's like you, you can very much be inviting and, yeah. um, and, uh, in tune, in tune yeah. with another person. Yeah. And what, yeah. You know, what I, they're, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I feel like I'm in just in tune with like, knowing kind of what makes people feel good mm. like whether it's a meetup or you know they're my table at my restaurant like you know um you know thankfully i can just pick up the vibes of just how to like make people feel at ease but yeah. also just like you know cool and just like just relaxed and um you know just just make everyone feel good so mm. um yeah i appreciate that it's yeah i'm, I'm a proud um, hospitality industry worker and uh, you know it's a lot of fun so I'm just an extrovert man and I love uh, people I love um, intera- interacting with people and mm-hmm. it's just yeah I'm, I'm a huge extrovert I love people <laughs> it's amazing I'm taking yeah. some chapters out of your book trust me because <laughs> yeah I was, I'm, I'm now stepping into roles as hospitality with like the liaison stuff yeah and, yeah um, it's good it's good practice you know yeah, it's, yeah. Good, it's good viewing how other people's uh, how other people um, work their craft. Yeah. You know what I mean? And their interactions. And yeah. Like, why did that work? Why, yeah. Why did it not? Like, yeah. why, how did that, how did, why are, you know, why is this approach better than the other approach? Th- all th- in energy. Things of that nature. Yep, all in energy. Yeah. People will mirror you. And, yeah. And things yeah. like that. Yeah. But, um, okay. Enough of that. <laughs> I want to talk about you. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and your background. Yeah. Um, so if you could tell the audience and myself, you know, where are you from? Like, where are you coming from? Um, also, how long have you been in Colorado? Mm-hmm. And um, how long have you been shuffling for? Yeah, so I'm from uh, Indiana, the Midwest, born and raised till I was 21. Moved out here when I was 21. <coughs> um, yeah, um, thankfully had a pretty good, I don't know how far back we want to go, but. uh no, send it. Yeah, thankfully, I had a, you know, had a great childhood, had a strong friend group. Mm-hmm. Um, growing up. And it's one of the things I think about that's just very important into, you know, an upbringing is, you know, um, no matter what's going on, if you've got like really good friends and um, a good social circle, like mm-hmm. it'll really serve you well. Um, so um, yeah, I lived like in the city slash the country area. My mom, uh, my mom's side of the family owns some property, like uh, in the country, we own a farm. Um, got a lot of skills from that. I'd go there on like weekends, you know, uh, summer breaks and such. And, uh, you know, love my fam, like love the openness, the, um, you know, the work ethic, you know, cause old school farmers like working from sun up to sundown and, hmm. um, you know, they held their children and grandchildren to that standard as well. So, um, that still serves me to this. I mean, it shaped my character when it mm-hmm. comes to work ethic, especially. And, uh, you know, like, Southern hospitality. I know it's not Southern, but, you know, um, very hospitable. Um, And then in the, uh, you know, city aspect, I, you know, went to high school in like the suburbs of Indianapolis, you know, uh, just, you know, served me well in that regard. Um, Because I was never like a country like person. So like, if I lived there, I don't know if I would, you know, just um, mesh well with the crowd, uh, in its entirety. So you're talking about city or, or uh, the country. Okay, like I just, okay. I'm not, uh, you know, I like country music, but like, I'm just not even, even like when I was a kid, I just mm-hmm. wasn't like super like 
yeah, let's go ride our dirt bikes and drink beer. You know, yeah. like you know, it just there, wasn't. there were parts of each culture that that yeah. rubbed you right and then wrote well, yeah, maybe not yeah. rubbed you wrong, but like you just were you were in we're vibing with yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You know, so um, um, but yeah, like you know, had really had a strong friendship or friend group in high school that uh, led into college. Went to um, you know. A uh, small college in Southern Indiana with my best friends, mm-hmm. uh, pursuing a horticulture degree, which is the study of plants. And um, you know, one day, like I, I wanted to be a, an airline pilot growing up, but uh, like ha- experienced my first anxiety attack whenever I missed the deadline to sign up for flight school, mm-hmm. and so I had to wait a year. And like that, just like like I just freaked out. Um, and, uh, so took a year off, you know, try to find, you know, what I wanted to do again, found out that, you know, I was just like, I just had a moment one day with my homies and I was like, what do I like, just want to do like all expectations aside. And I was like, you know what, like, why don't we like move to a legal state and like grow weed mm. for a living? Like there's an industry in that, like you can grow, like you can actually make a career out of it. So we were like, okay, what degree can we get? Like pertaining to, um, you know, like growing weed, like, mm-hmm. uh, and that would be horticulture. It's like, it's, uh, it's geared towards like flowering, like fruiting, you know, vegetables, fruits, plants, landscaping, things like that, all under that umbrella, culture. So, um, you know, went to college with them and they um, had went to, um, so I guess getting into like my, uh, you know, introduction to EDM, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they had went to Lost Lands, um, you know, the dubstep festival uh, ran by Excision. And I didn't go because, like, at that time, I was still, like, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, I like heavy metal and, like, rock music because I would listen to it when I'd work out. But, um, you know, I just still wasn't involved in it um, to that degree. But then they came back and they were talking about, you know, how how much of a great time they had. Mm-hmm. And then they showed me this song by Excision that I'm still trying to remember the name. Um, but like they played it on, on the T on our TV and the drop came and I literally felt like bone chills throughout uh, my body. And I was like, yo, yeah. this shit is dope. Like, <laughs> this is like, like, like I fuck with this, like, mm-hmm. you know? So like, I was like, all right, like, let's go, like, I'm down, like, let's go to a concert whatever. You know, he still called it a concert at that time, you know, now we call it shows, but like, um, you know, so they introduced me to the EDM culture lifestyle. yeah yeah was that when was that had you already moved to colorado at that no, point or no. were you okay yeah yeah so i'm still in indiana at this point mm-hmm. um you know in college 19 20 mm-hmm. 21 or those years um and um yeah like yeah i was still there and at that time like you know like i had found like the the gym the weights yeah. the weight room and i got really into working out and um you know drop some weight. I, I was a bigger kid growing up. Um, so at that time, like my like thing was like working out mm-hmm. and lifting and, um, you know, was just falling in love with that. Um, but they introduced me to EDM and then we went to, I went to my first shows like Zomboy and Hero Bust, uh, Foam Wonderland, mm. where they, like spray foam at you. Yeah. Have you ever been to one of those shows? Uh, I've been to a, a foam run, like a, like a 5k type, okay. type thing where they're shooting you with foam. You don't want... <laughs> foam on you when you're running and you're yeah yeah i don't know how you felt about the foam at, at this show but. you know like i've heard mixed reviews about it but mm-hmm. like it smelled good it smelled like soap it oh. smelled like body wash like we were all like yo they're probably like putting some soap in here to clean our sweaty asses ah. you know like yeah. and like 
we were in a uh, this position, like an awesome uh, position in the crowd where like we got a ton of FOMO. Like we literally had to like cover <laughs> our <laughs> eyes and like, dude, like I looked up and like my buddy Austin was like right in front of me and he was like, literally looked like he got, was like coming out of a bubble bath and he like was like this. He was like, oh my gosh. Like <laughs> and we were just covered and it was so much fun. Like I said, like it smelled good. So like, but I've heard people be you like, oh, vibing. this is, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've heard people be like, oh, like th- this is, uh, this is stinky. Like, like mm. there's, it smells like chemicals, you know, but like my experience was good. And uh, so, you know, like fell in love with. Bring back foam, foam raves. Yeah, bring, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the soapy kind of foam. <laughs> <laughs> Not a stinky guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so like really got a love for the EDM or for, you know, rave culture it was be, be it was yes. foster, you were yes. fostering that love yes. for it while you're still in indiana yep. you kind of yep. had yep. homies around that were sharing that, mm-hmm. that passion with you so yeah it was yeah. kind of priming you for yeah. you know the time perhaps spent here you know totally. what i mean where totally. um there's more than enough to go around yeah. of good times regarding you know just like the edm scene yeah whether that be bass or you know house music techno yeah. you know yeah wh- whatever it's all else. here it's all yeah. here in Denver, yeah. yeah. Um, so what was, what, what, when did you um, go ahead and move to Colorado? What was like that defining moment where you're like, okay, Colorado is where I want to be for X, Y, and Z reason? Yeah, yeah. So mainly it was uh, legal marijuana mm-hmm. uh, to get right. to the industry, to uh, find a job. But it was also like we visited a couple times, went to a couple like, like cannabis job fairs actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, just the energy, like the weather, you know, the sunshine, um, you know, what lures a lot of people in um, was was for me as well. Cause every time I was out there, I just felt like alive. I felt like uh, the air was, was clean, like mm. just this refreshing kind of vibe. And also I have a bad pollen allergy and there's like no humidity out here. Yeah. So like that was maybe played into like, just like, I just felt good outside. It was just really a positive pull to Colorado on the times that I visited. Um, You know, I could have gone to Washington. I could have gone. And I think that was part of it too. I was like, out of all the legal states, this was 2019, but like, I think Colorado would be like the best place to live. And um, so, you know, I was going to move out there with my buddies, but they were still in school. We kind of graduated different times. So I moved out here with my best friend at the time who was just like on his own self-discovery journey as well. And he's like, yeah, I'll go anywhere. He's like, as long as like we're together, like, you know, I'll go anywhere. So um, it was 21. I was, uh, you know, four months out of graduating college. Um, drove out here with my Chevy Malibu, like everything I could cramp in that thing. And uh, came out here in tw- May of 2019, um, you know, got a place with my uh, friend at the time. And uh, yeah, we just, we're just savoring the experience and um you know we kind of had a falling out a couple months into living together Mm -hmm. and um so i took a you know kind of a solo independent you know life switch um and did a lot of things my own and um you know i was a like I'm still breaking out of it, but just a stickler on discipline. Like mm-hmm. I just wrote out schedules and like, I'm going to wake up at this time, work out at this time. Like, you know, I had these projects I was working on. And so I was just very like hyper-focused on my career and um, my fitness. And um, so 
uh, but was going to shows, you know, go, I would go to plenty of shows by myself. Didn't realize. Were they typically like bass shows? Yes. Like were you still yes. on the bass At kick? this time, I did not like house. Okay. I did not like, and it's I didn't so know what techno you was. say that. Oh my <laughs> <laughs> like, like, yeah, that's like all I listen to now, but it's like, uh, I didn't even know what techno was. Mm-hmm. Like, like I heard the word, but you know, you think of that generic like term for EDM music, old oh, techno stuff. Like, yeah. you know, I didn't, you know, never heard of Those trans. kids with the, the, the techno. Yeah, that techno. Yeah. <laughs> um, never heard of trance, side trance. like never, there's really yeah. just bass music, dubstep, yeah. bass, you know, like, you know, so, um, but you know, regardless, still had the time of my life and uh met some good friends and yeah had a positive experience so it was you're you're kind of describing like that life before shuffling yeah you know what i mean yeah kind of yeah like what was priming you, you yeah know, you if you didn't if you didn't find bass music it's probably safe to say that you probably wouldn't have found you know other genres that totally. might have been more in tune with shuffling totally and, and things of that nature mm-hmm. and then also just that I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it was random. I mean, it sounds like you and your friends were very methodical about choosing a state that you wanted to, mm-hmm. you know, be a mm-hmm. part of for the, you know, the marijuana industry and, yeah. and things of that nature. Yeah. But it seems like the, there's like all these like little accidents that happen that oh, were guiding completely. you to a, a shuffle journey. So, um, oh yeah. Never got into the marijuana industry either. Like never, was never a grower, you know, like mm-hmm. I worked for uh, an organic produce farm. But then realized I don't want to get into the the marijuana industry. Mm-hmm. It's just not for me. Um, I have a love hate relationship with weed as it is. Just trying to you know find a balance with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, like all of the twists and turns like led me to you know here now and like Denver's now home. Like yeah. this is home. You what know, like saying? I'm not leaving anytime soon. <laughs> um, I can't. There's no way I could live back in Indiana. You know, it is like my my roots, but this is home. That's really good to hear, man. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I can I can always like guess that um, for a lot of the people who come on. Mm-hmm. As, you know, like Brent, um, Brent was on and I just I, I've never had the conversation with him. It's him saying, like, I'm gonna be here for this amount of years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I love when the homies like say it on yeah, air. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm gonna be here for many years to come. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. yes. Now, yep, you're no accountable reason. to everyone now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone so heard I got it. you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll play that back if you ever change your mind. Um <laughs> but um I wanna know um what was like the moment, yeah. like that ground zero moment where you saw shuffling or it, maybe you had seen shuffling before and it didn't hit. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the moment where it did hit and you were just like, wow, that's something that I want to do. You know, I want to be a part of this dance in one regard or another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was, you know, probably the summer of 2019. Um, so a few months after I moved here, mm-hmm. um, I just saw it on Instagram. I can't recall what video it was or like why it popped up on my feed, but um, I saw, you know, shapes and even just the running man. And in my mind, I could break it down. I was like, okay, they're not like doing very crazy, intricate things with their body. Like for me, it just like that looks fun and it looks like I can do it. Like, um, I know like, I was like, okay, their feet are moving fast, but it's like, it's just one after another. It mm-hmm. felt feasible. So I saw, I saw it on Instagram and it was just like, that looks fun. And then even, you know, there was a house or, uh, you know, whatever track playing with it. And when I heard house while I was watching shuffling, it just made me be like, 
okay, that's kind of dope. Yeah. Where they can just like bounce to the beat, you know, like they're mm-hmm. like every foot, every movement, their their shuffle bounce is to the beat, and that's where I like really like I was like, okay, like that's dope. You know, yeah. I might not like There's house, something but like, here. There's yeah. something here. So I literally, there was like, uh, I think his Instagram still dance Jakey. He was like this uh, British shaper um, that had these tutorials. And I would literally like, so I I saw that and was like, let me try that. And so I just went to my gym. They have a little studio. And, you know, um, at this point, this was before Lost Lands, which I went to in 2019. So this was in the back. But before even that, like, I was just so interested in the dance. So I literally set my phone um, like just down on the ground and just replayed the Instagram video and I think I found a couple like breakdowns of like an actual tutorial, mm-hmm. but I would just set my phone there and just try and mimic the moves. And, um, you know, eventually like I, you know, I got it down. Like I, I got, you know, the, the running man down and then like the Charleston. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, you know, I didn't really T-step at that time. Um, it was just like, you know, shapes, if you, it was Charleston and running man. And, you know, my arms were flailing, you know, like, cause you're just so focused on your legs. Yeah. Like there's no upper body. You anything. don't know what's going you on. You don't know. Yeah, yeah. 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 You just like, once I could keep the beat, you know, like if my feet weren't like looking good, whatever, like I was still doing the running man mm-hmm. and I was landing on the, I was on tempo. So yeah. like once that clicked, I was like, oh my God, like, like I got it down and like, um, you know, I felt really good. And like I said, I'm into fitness. And so the, the runner's high, you know, cause it's just running in place. Yeah. Like it's a lot, it's just all cardio. Um, you know, I just felt good. I felt mm-hmm. good. I was like, wow, I got a workout in and, you know, had a lot of fun. So, um, then I knew like Lost Lands was coming up and yeah, it's a dubstep like focus festival. Like in 2019, from what I recall, there are probably a couple other artists, but like there was literally just Abstract on the lineup. Yeah. And uh, he's just this heavy bass house artist. And um, I was like, all right, screw it. Like, I'm going to try and get this down. I, you know, I wanted to get a couple moves down before I went to the festival. And I was like, I'll just shuffle a Abstract, you know? And um, so that was a, in, that was my first kind of inspiration to like really just like get into it more. But it was just with the goal of getting a few moves down. And, um, you know, and I'll be happy. So, um, but that's how it started just out of a curiosity, um, you know, scrolling through Instagram, seeing that it was like obtainable. I was like, I think I can do this and, you know, just went for it. And, uh, yeah, that was initially what happened. And then that's tight. Yeah. Wait, 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 let me, let me just, uh, let me break it Yeah. Preface that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So. I, number one, I think it, it's cool that like you set a goal for yourself or like you set a milestone. It's like, yeah. I want to get good for it. Even though you're still in the bass music, yeah. you started to kind of catch the bug, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, Just yeah. from what you what you uncovered yeah. online and it started to have some kind of allure mm-hmm. um, to you. Mm-hmm. And then you picked an artist that you felt was, you know, that you vibed, that you, yeah. that you vibed with yeah, yeah. Um, and it was going to be at that show. And then like, it was, that was your reason for you know, those practice sessions yeah. and everything like that. What was the time period from when you when you started practicing up until Lost Lands? Was that a couple months? A couple months. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, a couple months. But it was consistent. It was like two to three times a week. Yeah. You know, and I yeah, made yeah. sure to do it every week, like whether it was just once, like I just made, like I tried to make it habitual. Mm-hmm. And I, I could see how you kind of grabbed onto it because it was very much in line and in, in lockstep with your 
you know, your regiment going to yeah. the gym and everything. Yeah. You yeah. know, you could just hit one of the studios probably yep. and just dance a little bit, whether that mm -hmm. be a warm up or after mm -hmm. a cool down for your yep. warm or uh, for, from your workout, mm -hmm. things like that. So it's something that you're already doing. So it wasn't necessarily something outside of your routine that yeah. was, um, that was, you know, your, it was pulling you away from yeah, something. Yeah, it was very Probably easy. Probably incentivized you to, mm -hmm. to do it more. Yeah, yeah. It was it was very easy. It fit with my lifestyle, like you said. Yeah. What was your, after you had that, number? well, actually, number one, how was that set? And like, did you, like, were you, were you, did you feel like you got down the way that you wanted to get down? Yeah, to? yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know, um, yeah, I felt like I, like, did it. You know, mm -hmm. like, I learned mm -hmm. the moves, like, I was dancing there. There was one guy that was like, oh, like, look at his feet, you yeah, know? And I was yeah, like, yeah. oh, wow. Like, I actually got the illusion. Mm -hmm. um, but I actually showed up to the set, like, where there was only, like, 15 minutes left. Okay. Uh, you know, the 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 fam, like, the festival fam, like, was getting late because he was, he was on earlier. And so, um, you know, it ended up being, I was like, all right, like, me and one other person, we're just going to go so mm -hmm. I can catch, catch him for a little bit. Um, so I caught, like, the last, like, 30 minutes, if that. But it was perfect. Like there was this little platform, you know, like those plastic like covers they put on the big cords so people don't step on the cords, yeah. like those yeah, big yeah. covers. Yeah, yeah. Like we just broke it down on one of those. And um, there was one other shuffler there. And, uh, you know, I had so much fun. I had so much fun for those 30 minutes. And uh, yeah, if like, and then like after the set, like we were like taking a break on the grass and I was just overhearing just dubstep, like not even any house yeah. or bass house. And I started shuffling again because like, it was just so much fun. Like I was just caught in the, you call it a flow state. I was just going with the three moves that I knew, you yeah. know, I was just like not caring about how I looked, what was going on. Um, just free. And I don't, great. I don't think have like having the foundations like airtight, is a prerequisite for having a flow state. Like, you oh, know totally, what I mean? totally, totally. Like, yeah, even yeah. just have, just, I, I, I even think that some of, um, you know, the people who go and shuffle, like they're picking up their back foot and it's like not, they're not yeah, really getting yeah, their yeah. running man. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. they're vibe, like I've seen people vibing doing that. And yeah, man. they might be in a flow state, you know, just as much as someone who is very, veteran in, yeah. in it and Regimented you know in there. And, and don't even need to think about their their movements mm -hmm. anymore mm -hmm. um i think it's possible in in both because you know it seems like you you did enter that that kind of wavelength mm -hmm. at that time and it was addicting enough that you stood up and you started shuffling the dubstep yeah 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 maybe um maybe like because i feel like flow state um you know can pertain to like creating like a magical sound or a magical, um, you know, sequence of music while you're DJing or, you know, someone who is quote unquote good at shuffling. Like the people that are doing the moves quote unquote wrong, like could just be free yeah. in their mind. So maybe like, yeah. maybe like it's a different kind of flow state where it's just like, I just don't care. Like I'm mm -hmm. just going versus like creating, like painting a picture like of this, like, you know, Van Gogh, like, um, but it's rather just, I am completely lost in the present moment in this music, you know, it's probably one in the same, honestly, yeah, but, so. uh, you've surrendered, you've almost like, surrendered yeah, yeah, to yeah, 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 yeah. There's no preoccupation of, of other thoughts or like, exactly. Where, you know, yeah. What am I doing right now with yeah. my feet? What's the know? next set? Am I What's catching? The, yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, no. For sure. 
That's cool, man. Um, what was the next milestone for you? Once you had that experience, it sounded like it sounds it sounds like you wanted to keep going yep. uh, with it. So, you know, were you looking at the next festival? Is this a kind of a time where you're starting to meet more shufflers? Were you practicing more because you were kind of riding off of the high of, of, yeah. of that set? Yeah, yeah. I was definitely riding the high because you know, every festival, like, you know, you level up. Like mm-hmm naturally uh because you're dancing for three days straight you know so um i felt like i leveled up felt like i became a better dancer uh wanted to keep doing it uh just because of the energy i felt and then like i would go on spotify and just like type in like i started with abstract right and then i'd go see similar artists and you know would find maybe joyride or um you know forget there's a couple artists kind of similar to him but then i found night bass the night bass label um and ac slater mm-hmm. so once i just was diving into oh martin horger was actually is actually somebody that i really like because he's very heavy so um the transition from like oh yeah i like heavy music it was transitioning into because i also like hip-hop mm-hmm. so when i heard you know songs like night bass where it was a little like groovy like hip-hoppy but with like this still strong bass line mm-hmm. i was like okay i like bass and so now this is this is like a you know, still very bassy, but, you know, it's got this repetitive beat that I can shuffle to, you know, and actually, like, feel like I'm, like, dancing to the beat. So it it went into Night Bass and A.C. Slater, and I still love A.C. Slater to this day. Like, he's one of my favorite artists. A.C. Slater and Chami, like. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Like, might have been two years ago now at Mission Ballroom. Yeah, dude. That set was so good. Oh amazing. man. Um, so, and then, so Lost Lands was in like September. So um, I had a good friend with time. Shout out Brandon, shout out BW. Just did a, um, uh, just danced to one of their tracks. Um, love that kid. Um, these are homies? These are a homie. Yeah, okay. yeah, okay. yeah. Um, homie Brandon, we worked together. Um, he was very much in the house. And so he showed me a lot of music. He was like, oh yeah, H.E. Slater is great. Like, if you like him, like, check this out, check this out. And he's like, let's go to Decadence together. So, you, you know, Lost is in uh, September and Decadence is right around the corner. And so I was like, all right, cool, let's go to Decadence. And then that was another like milestone, another goal of mine to improve my skills. Um, so, you know, practice for a couple months, Decadence came around. And uh, this now leads up to when I found out about MHS. I don't mm. know if you want to reflect on No, yeah, uh, yeah, no. Something, yeah, something. so um, decadence came around. Um, so you're in, I'm sorry, like you're please, in Denver. Yeah, no. You're in Denver at this yeah. time. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, I'm in Denver. Um, yeah, I went back home for Lost Lands, you know, okay. flew out and then oh, came okay. back. Got it, got it. Yeah, got yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, yeah, so I'm living in Denver. Um and uh next thing is decadence decadence is on yep 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 um so i'm you know this whole time i've got like a couple um you know people i follow on instagram that i'm uh watching tutorials from and it's mainly shapes Mm -hmm. um who were they uh dance jakey okay yeah he might have his he might have a different handle now um and then Honestly, I would just like go and just search like shuffle tutorial hashtag and just like save a bunch. I couldn't tell you whose profile it was. Anything that I saw that was like, I want to learn that. Like, and I mainly learn learn choreos and like little tiny things and um, just get those choreos down and just try to mesh them all together in in my flow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Break up the combos Mm -hmm. and 
um, stuff like that. So, you know, would still practice um, a lot in the months preceding and then went to Decadence and there's just random guy named Dawson. Um, I miss him. I, I uh, want him to come around more, but um, he uh, just came up to me, saw me shuffling and he was like, yo, have you ever heard of the Mile High Shufflers? Mm. And I was like, no, dude. Like he pulled up the Instagram and like, I don't know when uh, MHS officially started, but um, you know, this was December, 2019. So oh, um, probably fresh. Like, it was fresh. fresh. It was fresh. I think they started maybe the fall or summer before then. Yeah. And it was only a handful of people. Yeah. So, um, you know, still fresh. And then going into the winter, you know, I don't know what was going on, but that was when I first got introduced. Um, and then I followed the page and I was, I was very drawn to it, not only for shuffling, but for the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, like I said, like I kind of like turned out to be an independent, um, you know, life that I ended up taking on when I moved out here mm-hmm. after my roommate and I kind of had a falling out. Um, so, you know, I had, I did, a, like I said, I'm an extrovert, so I made friends at work, like uh, made a friend at the gym, uh, Cameron, which I love dearly, but I still, um, you know, was trying to find my people. So, um, oh, of this interest. And, yeah. You know, yeah. It, it, se- yeah. It seemed like it was becoming a larger and larger. Exactly. I was, I was, I was evolving into, you know, different, you know, genres of music, different, you know, a dancer. Like I never thought of myself as a dancer yeah. growing up, you know? So like, um, yeah, I was very drawn to the group. So went to my first, uh, meetup in February of 2020. So this was before, you know, the plague mm-hmm. and, um, it was at this like, like uh, downtown like studio. It was a gym slash studio, um, cool location. Um, but you know, all of the OGs were there. I met you know Evan, my friend Evan. Uh, met Jorge, you know Emily, Rachel, Sammy, Didi. I met met them all. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, of course, was like seeing these girls dance and I was like, dang, like, I was like, I was like, I didn't know, like, you know, it has been around this long. Yeah. Cause like, you know, like, um, Emily, um, uh, you, I forget her last name. Uh, Kim. Yes. Emily yeah. Kim. Sorry, Emily. Um, <laughs> uh, her, her Instagram she, handles you, you, you yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to butcher that. But, uh, um, shut up. you know, she had been shuffling for years and <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, wow. Like I didn't know it'd been around, around this long. And, um, you know, so I'm just like, you know, so like wowed by, by their style and, you know, uh, drew a lot of inspiration more than, you know, I feel like we were all shy, like all of us, like they, they they didn't have their like, you know, like niche group, like Mm -hmm. established or whatever. Like it, we were all still like, you know, like, hi, 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 you know, Um, everyone was, everyone was new strangers. Yeah. 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 So that was my first meetup. Um, I almost didn't go to it. Mm. And that's so crazy because, you know, COVID came in Mar- like March 16th, 15th. I remember the date because that's when like all the restaurants closed. I work in a restaurant. Yeah. Um, but I almost didn't go to it because I worked that day. And I could only be there for like an hour. I think literally an hour, maybe two hours. But like, I was like, you know what? It's going to be worth it. Like, so I almost didn't go, which is wild to think about. Like, you know, um, but I was there for an hour, hour and a half you know, vibed with everyone and, um, yeah, made, made good connections Mm -hmm. and, you know, the memory of the meetups a little vague, but, um, yeah, it was the first meetup and then, and then, uh, the plague happened. (laughs) I call it the plague, but (laughs) 
And then we, we get we tired of saying the other words. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's mix it up. <laughs> um, which was, I think, a pivotal moment for MHS because now everyone was left with nothing to do. Yeah. There are no shows. There's nothing going on. World was Even scared. meetups were like, uh, like, can we? Yeah, 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 they, they were. Yeah, like, so w- there wasn't another meetup until maybe, I think it was June. Yeah. Um, you know, we all, I don't know if a lot of us were ma- wearing masks. We didn't care. We were, you know, we're all like early 20s. Yeah, it's outdoors. outdoors too. Yeah, like, like you know. I, yeah, yeah, we all have our, um, you know, opinions on that. But um, so there, I don't think there was another meetup till June. I could be wrong though. Yeah. Um, but I think that was my next meetup. And, um, but even like from the February meetup, you know, the world paused for like a month, but whenever we were like starting to wake up again, like, Hey, let's do things. Let's socialize. That was the first thing on my mind. I was like looking out, like almost turned on push notifications for MHS. I'm like, when is there going to be another meetup? Like, I want to meet all these people again. Were you staying in touch with them in the meantime? Just Um, like, you know, sharing videos, like doing what you could on the Instagram side? I I think so. I I think so, but, um, you know, I I don't really know. I don't don't think much at the very least. Um, But... You know, I can recall like going to that meetup in June and saying hi to a bunch of people that I met. Yeah. I can recall like me making a, you know, couple decent connections um, enough to last months and be like, hey, like, yeah. you know, we I saw you at the last one. Like, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. It was enough um, of an impression for yeah. you. You're like, I, okay, I want to be a part of this. Yeah, in some kind of meaningful definitely, way. Definitely, with, definitely. With when you guys did meet back up in July, was mm-hmm. it kind of like you'd you never had that gap, you know, in interaction and, or was it still kind of like, we're all still kind of strangers here or, oh, you know, still building up. That's oh, uh, that seemed more like there was a little more camaraderie. Like, yeah. um, you know, maybe we were all like just happy to be outside yeah. and with people again. You've been going through um, it for a couple months. Yeah. 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 That I can recall being, uh, yeah, a lot more, um, you know, close. Mm-hmm. So, um and yeah that was amazing and then dude like i think i told you about this before but like from june to like august maybe september and october we had a meetup every single month for like feels like six months because like i said that was the only thing going on if we wanted to hear live music like at least for me and probably a bunch of other people like mhs was it yeah you know and so i'd look we'd look forward to it like weeks in advance and um there are other things popping up um, like with uh, Denver EDM friends. And um, that's where I like, so I went to a couple of meetups and then went to a Denver EDM fam meetup where I met Mario, um, met- uh, Probably Jameson, right? Jameson. Uh, yeah, yeah, met, ja- yep, yep, met Jameson, uh, met Joe, rest in peace, Joe. Um, and yeah, we got down. Yeah, I think uh, Jameson- he was a big part of that. He might have organized it. Yeah, I think he was organizing a lot of the uh, he, yeah. initial EDM friends mm-hmm. where it meets shuffling mm-hmm. type thing, mm-hmm. giving mm-hmm. like lessons and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Mario talked a little bit about that yeah. on his episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's in, in like uh, a bunch of MHS showed up to that as well yeah. for support. And um, then after after that little meetup, um, it was Didi, Araya, Jorge, um, maybe a couple other people that were still wanting to dance. And so I was like, hey, you mind if I join you guys? And they're like, of course. Um, you know, I've met them all before. Mm-hmm. And, um, but that's like, we, we took a nice walk. And I remember like 
like really talking to Didi for the first time mm-hmm. and asking her, like, you know, like, what do you do for work? And, you know, like, blah, blah, blah. Just getting to know her and uh, everyone else. Dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we, like, found this dope spot by the river with, like, a bunch of graffiti in the background. And I was, like, taking videos of everyone. And, like, it just felt like, it felt like, okay, these are my friends. Yeah. You know, like, these, yeah, yeah. like, like, it felt like these are my friends and, like, I want to get them to know them you know, like, like I was just like, I really like these people. And then I think that day, Didi added me to the chat. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I was so happy. I was so happy. And um, yeah, like the rest is history. I mean, like I said, those like four to six months where we had to meet up every month. I think I caught like every one of them. And um, it was just extra intimate because of COVID, because mm-hmm. there wasn't anything else, you know, like EDM related. Oh, there were live streams and stuff. But as far as in person, um, you know, at least for me, like that was it. And like, we said this multiple times, like that's literally what kept our spirits up through COVID where was MHS and these meetups. Like I would leave feeling so alive, dude, yeah. like so fulfilled, so happy COVID who, you know, yeah, like I yeah. w- like, it was magical, man. And it's still so potent, so yeah. magical. It is still that way. It really is still that, like... In its own sense, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's own, where we are now and then this... We're all veterans, we're you know? Like, yeah, like, we're all, like... And oh, that's the best part about it is just we're all here and committed to each other and committed to this cause. And um, it's still just as um, potent, man. It's yeah. still just as... Fruitful, you know? Yeah, it's like- yeah, yeah. And there's no there's no real end in sight. And I think no, yeah. I don't think I don't think Mahai Shufflers is you know s- super special in that regard. I think this happens all over the country as well when people find their community. You know, they I find was, their people. Yeah, you know, yeah. And they, and they have these same instances, or they started their own thing, and people have joined, and then they've created this like tribe uh, with each other. I, I looked at I look at so many other um, communities. I was just l- looking at a um, a post from. Uh, Boss PPM, BPM, which is um, the Boston community. Mm, and uh, I saw funny. I saw that they had a meetup at a venue and the venue failed them and couldn't host them. Mm-hmm. So one of their one of the homies of the group just threw a rave in his basement and all all of them came through. You nice. know what I mean? and so, yeah. so like this happens. Um, I, I just want to say that because like I don't I don't think this is an anomaly. You know, I think yeah. I think shuffling has a yes. has a way of doing this and mm-hmm. It, it it just so happens that like Denver created this you know the the, the right the right people and the right yeah. timeline yeah. came together yeah. and created this kind of like beautiful community and, yeah but it's also happening in other places yeah um, as well I just I just wanted to you totally. know bring that up but it doesn't make it any less special that's happening here and of it course. doesn't make it any less special that's happening over there yeah yeah you know yeah I mean? it's we're all, all yeah we we all live in our own world in our own you know like community and 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 it's shared across. The board and like I'm glad you touched on that because like you know like whether it's dancing or you know like pickleball or you know frisbee ultimate fr- like whatever volleyball Name like an interest yeah yeah, yeah yeah like like dude community is just I think vital for people like we are meant to socialize to have relationships to have people having our back you know like and like for us it's shuffling but like it's just so important to find your people man Mm -hmm. and i say it all the time like 
that is why Denver is home because like at any point I could hit up five homies to either dance or have dinner or go to the gym or, Hey, I need a couch move. Like who's got a truck? Like someone will, you know, like that's like, that's what made it home for me was finding my community. And, um, yeah, it's just so special. Um, and yeah, dancing is the way to bring it. And and in someone in your position where it's like you came here and you thought that maybe you'd have a little bit better footing and a mm-hmm. some kind of support structure, yeah. whether it's just like a buddy that you mm-hmm. can confi- confide in, mm-hmm. um, and then that you know that that kind of fizzled off, mm-hmm. and it was probably super important to find to then find that tribe because that might have been a divert path type moment oh, where yeah. it's like okay, I didn't find anyone, and I feel like I'm alone, and I feel isolated for. For these reasons, and, yeah, and I definitely um, felt that. And then Denver no longer uh, is perceived as home, and then you start to question exactly you know, what. Yeah, you know, the, and then it, people move. Yeah, and then you move back home. Yeah, you move back, and then you know, a lot of times, like people regret it. Yeah, I know lots of well, not lots, but you know, yeah, like it would have been tragic if and like you know when that falling out happened, like I had moments and days where I was like, do I have to move back home? Should I move back home? You know, like I'm alone out here, you know, like um, there's a period of time where I was like, what's going on? Like, I don't, I I don't have my mom here. Like, I don't have like my homies that I can hit. Like when you're really upset and sad, you know, Mm -hmm. like it felt like, like there was just this um, void, you know, because I'm in this unknown place. Um, But, you know, thankfully I powered through and, um, now, if I need if I need to cry on someone's shoulder, I can hit up forty people. Yep, <laughs> they all got you, and they will all They're, be like, "Come here." Yeah, yep, yep. Come here. They're like, okay, you're done with right his here. shoulder. Bring it. Come over <laughs> bring here. It in. Okay, bring it in. You know, bring it in. I need some tears on this shoulder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, it's, it's true, man. It, yeah, it's so true. And I, you know, I don't, I don't think you know any of our journeys have been you know. Uh, gumdrops and rainbows and, and things yeah. like that. Yeah. You know, there's probably been a lot of trials and tribulations throughout your shuffle journey and just being in Denver in general, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, especially at the beginning, it, it, it sounds like, but probably throughout, um, through, you know, your time being here, um, have you gone through anything else that's been, that's been particularly hard that you've had to power through and that you've leaned on the community for support? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I have, um, gone through, uh, some very traumatic injuries. Um, crazy man. Uh, I have been spraining my ankles like since I was a kid, Mm -hmm. you know, like (laughs) broke my ankle, uh, for the first time on my birthday, my freshman year of high school, um, roller skating. It was so funny. Uh, but don't that not, don't roller skates like have like they come up your ankle, right? Yeah, they do, but um, not enough. When yeah, like it just it it did not help. Got it. Got <laughs> and uh, Got it. yeah, so I'd always had uh, you know I'd always had ankle sprains, and I actually in 2017 uh, tore my ACL in my knee. That recovery went super smooth. Like I still you know knock on wood have no knee problems, um, but. I've had a history of ankle sprains. And then in, I think, September of 2021, um, 
you know, was dancing at cheese and then just had a really bad sprain. And, you know, at the time I was like, oh, this is fine. Like I sprain my ankles all the time. Like we're good. Like it's kind of that, like, um, you know, like safety net that your, your brain tries to put you in. Like, yeah. oh, this isn't, this isn't that bad. This yeah. isn't that bad. Like we're Rest good. We're good. Some dirt on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'll just rest it for a few days and we'll be good, you know. Um, but uh, it didn't uh, get quite well. And um, I was dancing on a hurt foot, like for a long time. And for, for, for years, like it was, it was, first it was one foot, then it was the other. So um, hurt it dancing and took some time off. Um, and when my body's not moving, man, uh, my mind's not either. Yeah. And um, it is it, resting from my injuries have been the biggest teacher and the hardest thing I've ever gone through, but also the biggest teacher. Um, and it's it's been wild. So that angle got hurt, and you know it wasn't healing right. So I went and got X rays. No bone bones were fine. Got an MRI. Tore some ligaments. All right, let me see a doctor. Doctor says I need surgery. Okay. You know, I'm 22, I believe at this time, 21, yeah, yeah, yeah. 22, I think. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, you know, I'm young, like, you know, whatever, we'll, we'll get the surgery, you know, and, uh, power through. So, uh, it turns out the day before my surgery, um, I went snowboarding and, um, like, it might sound like, why are you snowboarding? Like on a, when you have torn ligaments in your ankle, but it was kind of a situation like with your ACL. Like if you tear your ACL, like you can live the rest of your life without an ACL. Like as long if you're not like super, at, uh, you know, um, athletic or like, you know, play professional sports, like you don't like need your ACL to just like function. Um, it's kind of the same thing with my ankle. Like I could still snowboard and like, you know, like I said, like I did a lot of things like with pain, but like in this case, like it was mild enough where like I still just went ahead and did it. And like I said, this is my like biggest teacher. So um, the day before my surgery on my left ankle, or it was my right, but you know, potato, 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 yeah. you know, <laughs> they're both fucked. Like, <laughs> they're both jacked up. Yeah. 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 Um, I, uh, you know, went up for a jump that I, um, had landed before, but it was a big jump and I shouldn't have done it the day before my surgery. And I, Broke my other ankle. Mm. Um, I didn't break the bone, but I <laughs> tore the same ligament that I, that uh, on the other side. So this was the day before my surgery. And um, so, of course, I'm just like on the mountainside, just like. And I know, like, you know, my boot's nice and tight, but like it hurts so bad. Yeah. It hurts so Bad. I was like, oh, we, this is not mild. And you had the experience of your other ankle. Oh, yeah. Kind of oh, it was like, all right, like, I'm getting yeah. surgery in less than 24 hours on my other ankle. And lo and behold, I didn't even hurt it at all. Like mm. the one that was getting surgery during that crash, I didn't hurt that one at all. It was just the other one. Mm. And so, you know, I'm just silent. Like, and like my buddy, uh, Jack, that was with me at the time, he was like, dude, are you good? And I was like, nope, not. Not good. But I've kept full composure. Yeah. I was at like an eight out of 10 pain level. Like, so I got skied down to the, you know, by ski patrol, went to the emergency, um, you know, medical center. And then first called my mom because she was on a flight out here. Um, and to be with you for to, the to, surgery. Yeah, to take, yeah, to take care next, of me during the out. surgery. Yeah, yeah. It worked out. But um, so I first called my mom and I was like, mom, I'm okay. But uh, she was like, oh, no. no. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I like really hurt my other ankle. And she's like, okay. She's like, 
you know, are we still going to get the surgery? I'm like, oh yeah. I'm like, oh yeah. Like I need to get this done because the lessons I learned through this, like I was very impatient. I'm very, and, and to this day, I've gotten so much better, but like, um, I was just very impatient. I would dance through my injuries. I would just be on my ankle. You know, I'm snowboarding the day before my damn surgery. I was very impatient. So I'm like, yeah, let's get the surgery. Mm-hmm. Like, we're still going to do it. And then I called my doctor, told her the situation. She was like, oh, let's postpone it. I was like, can we not? And she's like, are you sure you're going to be in a wheelchair? And I'm like, yeah, I'm sure. And so I got surgery the next day. And I'm telling you, like, like when I said this was fucked, it was fucked. Mm-hmm. Like the newer injury. And I knew that, but I'm just like, let's, let's do it. So, you know, got the surgery, had to stay in a hotel for uh, upwards of two weeks. It was between 10 and 14 days. I can't quite remember. And my mom stayed with me for, you know, the first week. Cause I, like, I was bedridden. Like mm-hmm. I, you know, fresh surgery and then a fresh, like really badly sprained ankle. Um, you know, I was pissing off the side of the bed. Like I was only getting up to take a shit. Like yep. it was, it was bad. Um, and I was just, you know, I was on the medication. I had a bunch of edibles. I was getting super high, just like trying to avoid it. And I actually had a decent attitude. Um, if you look on my, uh, Instagram, I have a picture of me, like with, with two books in my hand. And I think I've seen this. And yeah, like, yeah. Like a, a Xbox controller or something. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. That. And a PlayStation. Yeah. I was like, I'm in a game. And I was uh, studying to be a personal trainer at the time. Yeah. And I was like, I got plenty of studying to do. I'm reading this awesome new book. Uh, I'm going to play a bunch of games. I just bought two new games. I got like stacks of edible mm. chocolates. I'm like, I'm be good. You know, I'm be good. <laughs> and so I had, a, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of the attitude that I had yeah. in that situation, but it quickly fizzled out mm. when you're, you know, day seven in bed. Yep. Yep. You, you haven't used your legs. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like, oh, I'm lipping on one leg. Like, I haven't used both my legs in a week. And then, it, you know, then it comes up on like day 10, yeah. you know, so the darkness like came in, you know, like full force. <laughs> and, and that's like physiological. Like they, they say that your your skin and your, um, your muscular skeletal system is like actually one of your biggest uh, endocrine systems. You know what mm. I mean? Of just regula- regulating your hormones mm. and dopamine, serotonin. All, all the things that keep your mood regulated. So it's yeah. not, it's not outside of the norm that you were probably starting to get, it was starting to get a little dark, you know, oh, what I mean? for not did. moving, you yeah, know, not moving yeah. your like, body. Yeah. I'm questioning everything. Um, you know, what's my body going to be like after this? Like, yeah. what's this damn recovery going to be like? My knees started hurting because I wasn't, you know, I wasn't using my lower body. Like yeah. my hips were hurting. I'm like, you know, snowballing, like, Oh, am I going to have knee problems? Am I going to have hip problems? Like, you know, anxiety attacks, you know, and I'm just like chomping down edibles, trying to like push away the pain. And, um, you know, so like my mom leaves after like seven days and I'm like, and and I'm in a hotel room this whole time because I lived in a basement. Uh, so I couldn't walk. Like, so unless it was up to my roommates to literally like push me to the shower, like feed me food three times a day or whatever. Like I didn't want to put that responsibility on them. So, you know, I was in a handicap accessible hotel room and eventually the, you know, the, just the dormant pain subsided, you know, like I could, I could lift my legs without like, you know, lifting my ankle. So Mm -hmm. it's like, it's not like it hurt. So eventually like I could get out of bed. Um, I would wheel over to, you know, the, everything, the kitchen, the sink fridge was all like, uh, you know, chair high. So it was a wheelchair accessible. So anybody could just, so I was making, you know, my own food and stuff. And so I was taking care of myself, but I still wasn't walking, you know, Mm -hmm. and um, I didn't walk for the preceding, I want to say a couple months, month or two. Um, And it was just tragic, man. I mean, um, you know, and 
you know well i, I of course yeah that's yeah, cool. yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah of course with like when when did the um like the doom and gloom start to subside like it looks like you subside yeah it sounded like you were in a dark place like up in, in, until like day seven like yeah. when did things start to feel like maybe a little bit um uh lighter for you and then maybe maybe before that like what was like your peak what was like your peak of of that um Darkness. kind of that learned helplessness like, yeah yeah, yeah i'm happy to those. share that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um because mental health is a is a freaking thing right now, and it, and and injuries is a very specific oh my. thing that can bring that up. But there's many other there's many other um, you know shit that shufflers can go through yeah. that can have them go into these places. Yeah. And just hearing about your experience, I think especially with injuries, mm-hmm. um, I think it would be helpful. Yeah. For for like the audience, to yeah. At least relate. Yeah. And then maybe maybe um, hear about like how you overcame it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that was like one of, that's one of my main goals of being on here today is to tell people that like you can't like there's light at the end of the tunnel. You yeah. Know? So um yeah, the the worst of it was, you know, like probably um like the last couple of days in the hotel room. Mm-hmm. Um and and maybe even in well, yeah, probably at that time because that was like the most amount of time that I have never walked before. Yeah. Um like, you know, two weeks without using your legs, like, like that was probably the peak um, where I just didn't know where my life was going to go. Like I was studying to be a personal trainer, you know, I was like, am I have to delay, you know, when I can start my new job? You know, I had lined up things like with my other job to quit, like when I was, um, you know, done with my surgery and then you saw my recovery got delayed. Mm. So you're making expectations and they are not being met exactly, and exactly, resulting in exactly. anxiety and, and other things. And that wraps that, around to just my mindset of being like regime schedule oriented. I yeah. know what I'm going to do. I, just that quote alone defined me for my first half of my 20s. Like, I know what the future is going to be like. I have a plan, mm-hmm. you know, plans are out the fucking window, yeah. you know, and everything was not like possible. Um, and so, but, and, you know, when it started to subside was, um, you know, when I could stand in, 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 uh, my two, in my two boots, I was wearing two of these crazy looking like Iron Man looking boots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, actually the lowest of the low <laughs> was when I went back to the doctor and she was like, okay, let's like, let's have you try and stand up and walk a bit. And I stood up and a lot of pain was happening and I took a step and it hurt so bad. She was like, sit back down, sit back down, sit back down. And I was looking forward to that day being like, all right, I'm finally going to like stand up and walk. And I wasn't ready. And again, like I'm impatient. And I just burst into tears. And I think someone was supposed to uh, pick me up that day uh, or like give me a ride. Mm-hmm. And I ended up not getting a ride. So I had to like crawl to my car and like drive myself there, which mm. I should not have done. Um, and I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to be able to walk and I might get my boots off. So, or not my boots, but like, I might get a new boot yeah. so I can drive home. So like, oh, it's all good. Like, you don't have to give me a ride, whatever. But then that wasn't the case. And so then I had no one there to like, you know, like I said, cry on a shoulder. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So that was the lowest uh, for sure. When I was at the doctor's office, I completely forgot about that actually. Um, <laughs> That's, rough. That's rough. Yeah. 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 But like, you know, 
I can't wait to bring it back to today when like now I'm the healthiest I've ever been. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But we'll get there. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. We'll get yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Stay with the doom and gloom. Stay with the doom and gloom. Um so, so yeah. getting, getting back on your feet was kind of that pivotal moment for you where it was yeah. like, all right, where things I, are starting to get a little bit better. Yeah. When, when, when was that? When a was week that or two, maybe maybe a week or two after that doctor's office visit. Okay. And I love to cook. So um, the fact that I could stand in my boots to make a meal was mm-hmm. like, oh, it's like the best. And that's where like the lessons started coming through. Like, wow. You know, let's really appreciate the fact that I can stand and make my own food right now Mm -hmm. because I couldn't do that for like eight weeks. Um, And um, so that was huge when I can just start taking care of myself. Yeah. And then um, then when I started rehab, so I like, you know, got my boots off, started to do rehab. Um, The fact that I could walk again, you know, that's when the light started like Mm -hmm. coming back up and um also very grateful for my um, fitness level before all of this happened. You know, I have like, I lost a lot of muscle, gained a lot of fat because, you know, stress eating and whatnot. But like, I still had muscle memory. I still had Mm -hmm. muscle on me, you know, like I've been working out at this, like for four years prior. So that's um, a thing. That's a thing. Your muscles remember how big they were, you know, before before atrophy. Yes. Yes. Um, So that was huge. Um, I remember, squatting for the first time um that day i felt like a champion man i felt like superman Mm -hmm. like i'm like wow i can squat again um did you get your other ankle fixed at this point or no okay see okay i had had died and 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 was reborn twice yeah (laughs) in two years i had two surgeries in two years the first one was that tragic i broke both my ankles Mm -hmm. then so the surgical side healed very well. It is still to this day strong. From the initial one, from yeah, from okay. the day, yeah, the initial one. The one that I hurt snowboarding, she was like, there, you know, I had a lot of swelling. She she didn't want to touch it, yeah, because it was so fresh. Mm-hmm. She wanted to see if it can heal on that. Yeah, They're not gonna be like, okay, you broke both ankles, like <laughs> yeah, let's come do, on down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They she needed more info, like yep, you know, we can't just do immediate surgery on something she don't know about. So um, she was like, I want to let that heal. And, um, so a year goes by and, oh, but let me remind you, I don't know what's going on with the, uh, severely sprained side. My surgical side was strong. Mm -hmm. I know this was repaired. I have a new strong post ligament, whatever in my, but this side was questionable. I was like, I don't know if I should have gotten surgery. How is this going to heal? So for a whole year, I was literally like, I don't know what's going on with this side. Like, I'm scared, you know. And guess what? Still had pain. I still had pain. Surgical side, fully recovered. Left side, still had pain. Mm-hmm. All the videos, like uh, um, a promo video for um, Global, Global Dance. Um, I had this dope video where I had this like mask on. Yeah, the, yeah. the, the black mask. Yeah, and yeah, and I gold. switched it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah, throw yeah. that in the show notes. That, that yeah, 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 yeah. Um, very proud of that. But yeah. I was hurting, my mm. dude. Hurting. And I knew. I was like, something ain't right. Yeah. You know? So a whole year goes by. You know, this is June. So this happened end of January. So in less than six months, Maybe it was right at six months, but still having two broken feet, not walking, like 
learn, not learning how to walk, but like getting my legs used to walking mm-hmm. again to then six months later, like dancing at a festival. I'm so proud of to this day. However, like I said, I'm impatient. I ignore pain. I dance through pain. Some was still not right. So fast forward. It's getting worse. Like this, this, this side that I didn't get surgery on. Um, but then the trauma, the thought of like, oh no, I can't go under the knife again, dude. And that's where like <laughs> the first time I had two broken ankles, but the second time I only had one. Well, you think, oh, this is going to be easier. And it was, but like the trauma of my first injury was hell. Like yeah. the looming. And then, so leading up to that, you know, I'm like, all right, we're getting another MRI. You know, it's just like, it's so much worse than the first time because the first time you think, oh, like we're getting fixed. We're good. We're going to be good to go. But then next time you're like, all right, here we are again. You know, everything else that it entails. Yeah. Like the, you know, the after, yeah, the, the recovery, the PT, yeah, the atrophy. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. All, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I knew it was coming. Yeah. And I worked so hard to get back to, and I, I was a personal trainer. Like I did, like I got my certification. I was personal training. I was, I got back to great shape. My cardio was like, I worked so hard to get back physically. Um, not just my ankles too, everything else, you know? And then, you know, I get an MRI and my doctor's like, we, we, your, your, your ligament is, is fucked. Yep. You know, we need yep. to do another surgery. And uh, that, so, so that was 2022. So, you know, I, my first one was in January. Then the next year it was in March. So it was, you know, around the same time. And um, so at this point, man, what is shuffling? <laughs> what the hell not is, pri- it's not, it's not even on, like, it's, it's not even on my mind, man. Yeah. It is, it is in a very deep way. Mm-hmm. Um, but it hurts so bad to see people shuffle, to see what was going on in MHS. And I know I still had all the love and support, but when you're, when you're in that dark place, like you don't, you don't understand, like, like, you don't understand that like people aren't seeing you in that way or, or, you know, maybe some people are, but like, just in like, Oh, I feel bad for him. And it's like, I didn't want anyone to pity me. Yeah. And um, so it was hard receiving support. Um, I don't know. Were you there? The meetup that I came in my wheelchair with the two at, at the, I forget the location. That, um, um, it was at like Belmar park. Like uh, at I think it was somewhere else, but it, it, it had like a red floor. Or yeah, yeah, like that. it was a cool so, spot. So I didn't get here yet. So that was your first. That was your first time. Like when you had hurt, when you had gotten the surgery of the one ankle, and you were still hurting from the other one, right? So that was actually after my first round of surgery. That was actually yes. after I, when I broke both my feet. Yeah, I they did a live stream, and I wasn't here yet mm. um, when that happened. But I, I was. I was watching. You saw it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I and saw I was it. in the circle. They're spinning me yeah, around in the wheelchair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that yeah, was yeah. Super cool. Yeah. yeah. That like, thank goodness, was a moment where I didn't feel ashamed of my mm-hmm. injuries. And it's it sucks to say that because you don't want to feel this is not my well, <laughs> the the snowboard thing. But regardless, like I didn't put this on myself, you yeah. know. So um that was a moment where I was like putting those feelings aside and like really felt the love from the group. Mm-hmm. And um um, but yeah, that's just crazy to think about me being in that state. And so, yeah, this last surgery, uh, last year now, <laughs> time goes by so fast, mm-hmm. man. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, that was, and I was getting over, uh, you know, I was going through a breakup and, you know, so 
I was left in my bed, like, with all of the injury thoughts and trauma, but also, like, getting over, you know, uh, a relationship. Yeah. And uh, that was just a double whammy of fuckery. Like, that, um, it hurt, man. Like, man. And, and it's not like you could go, and, like, the, the typical things that you might do to, uh, like, mitigate those feelings or to put you in a paradigm shift where, like working out, like working out feels great afterwards. Yeah. You have that rush. Of those are my those, releases. Yeah. Of those yeah. like, you know, regulatory hormones yeah. that, that typically come out. Yeah. And so things that you were thinking about prior to working out aren't that big of a deal, you know, after that, but mm-hmm, like not even mm-hmm. being able to have exactly. avenues my like outlets. that. Yeah yeah. 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 That's, that's, that's hard. Yeah. Um, but I found, I found I found the light, man, um, out of that experience because I realized that, you know, all these feelings of shame that I had for just being hurt. Like, mm-hmm. why am I feeling ashamed? Well, it's because I identified a lot of my value in the thing, the physical things that I did. Yeah. You know, my family like knows me as like, oh, wow, you lost a bunch of weight now. You're in such good shape. Like Personal you're in college. trainer. Yeah. Yeah. Shuffler. Like, yeah. Like you're a dancer. Like we never like, wow. Like, you know, and then like. Your value is e- equal to what you can do with, with my body. body. Yeah. Um, But there's a hell of a lot more to me, man. And uh, I realized that when, uh, you know, I was getting better from my second injury, you know, like I said, like I was starting to do rehab. Um, so, you know, when you get out of the worst, you know, stages of it and like, there is truth to like, yeah, at least this time I didn't hurt both my ankles. Mm -hmm. Like I could walk around, like I could, you know, crutch around my apartment and, you know, my mom came out again, shout out to mom. Like (laughs) she came out two years in a row to help take care of me. I don't know what I would have done without her. That's a good mom. Yeah. Yeah, She deserves a shout out. Thank you, mom. Yes. Love you so much. I'm sure she's watching. Um, And uh, so, yeah, it was like one day where, you know, I might've still been in the boot. I might've still been limping around, Mm -hmm. but it was a day where I, um, you know, I, uh, it probably was when I was like starting PT, but I was like, wait a sec. I was like, I broke both my ankles, came back and danced and came back and worked out, became a personal trainer, like was changing people's lives. Like, and then here we are again, I broke my shit again, but like, I'm excited for physical therapy. I I'm, I'm determined to get better. Like I'm, accepting of all of the 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 pain and all of the emotions but what i realized is i don't quit man like i will you will never hear me say like oh yeah i broke both my ankles like i don't really dance anymore you know like yeah i just got bad ankles like nah fam like 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 yeah i got bad ankles but like you can do a lot to to recover man like if you do pt by the book like like it's your job like you will get back to a state where you can be pain-free. I mean, you do surgery for a reason, you know, it's not like you get surgery and then you're fucked. Like, like you get surgery to fix something and yeah, like your body could not, could uh, reject it or whatever. Like there's special cases, but like if you do the right physical therapy and for way longer than you think you need to 
for me, it's, it's a lifestyle change, like mm-hmm. working out, like I do rehab, like that is a part of my working out. And, but back to the point, like I don't quit, man. And then I was like, okay, that's, that's where my value can lie, you know, mm-hmm. like that, or, or, or rather than a physical thing, a, a mental thing, how do I live my life? Well, I live my life not giving up. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, like whether it's a career that didn't work out or my body just breaking, like I won't sit down for too long for that's the key. Like you can be like, if anybody out there is injured or is going through an injury, like you have every right to feel defeated, to feel done, to feel like I'm never going to be the same. Like those are just natural feelings that you're going to feel like when you're in the worst of the worst. Because uncertainty, you're, you're surrounded by uncertainty. A hundred percent. But your body, your body's amazing. Mm-hmm. Like if you, if you assist it in being amazing, like eating the right foods, doing the right p- rehab. Like you hear those stories all the time. Like people like getting a pull, like stabbed through their whatever, like and recovering, yeah. you know? So like our bodies are amazing and they will recover. And you just, you have to put in the work and you have to want it enough. And, um, you know, for me, it was just like, I was like, all right, like people don't like me because I'm a good dancer. They like me for my character, mm-hmm. you know? And it was beyond just like, I'm a fighter. I don't give up. It's like, I started getting in, like, I was like, okay, what else like about myself is, is cool, you know? Mm-hmm. Or like, why, you know, like, or maybe ask a friend like, Hey dude, like, what do you, like, why do you, why am I your best friend? You know, like it had nothing to do with, I work out or yep. I shuffle, you know, yeah. like it yeah. had everything to do with who I was as a person. And that was the aha moment. Uh, the, the biggest lesson I got out of these injuries, you know, and like, you know, I now like I dance pain free, man. Like the surgery worked. Thank mm-hmm. you, Dr. Jovic. The surgery worked. Shout out, Dr. So, Jovic. Shout out, Dr. Jovic. I'm going to send you this podcast personally. Like, she, is, she was an amazing supporter. We'll get her a shirt, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, the surgery's worked. I got two scars on my feet, but, like, man, I am snowboarding like a maniac. Mm. I am dancing my ass off. Uh, very recently, I'm, like, now getting back into practice. So, that whole rant on injury, like, not even talking about shut, like, mm-hmm. like, now as a dancer, I feel I'm 25 and I just feel like a student again. And not only that, I've been wanting that feeling for a while, but my body has not allowed me, you know, and me too. uh, Like I said, with the impatience, but like now shuffling, dancing, I'm doing other forms of, of dance, you know, um, I went to a whacking class, you know, I've been to, uh, went to a shuffle class that honestly, what's whacking again? I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still bad at it. I don't really, I need practice. No, that, that looked good. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, popping and locking. I was showing you the body yeah. wave that I was trying to get down earlier. Like, um, I feel back in my body, back mm-hmm. in my spirit. Um, I don't feel limited anymore. I bought new shoes, like that support. Well, actually, um, you know, I've been buying high top shoes that support my ankles. Those are fire. Do you have them on? Yeah, right. Yeah, you yeah. Don't yeah. Up to the camera. Yeah, yeah, just like. 
Those are <laughs> Air Force. Uh, those are sick. They have uh, the ankle support because Air Force I, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's it. Yeah. yeah, the you know uh, I broke my ankle and I wear ankle braces. Yeah, you are too. So, like, you are too. We, yeah, yeah. We like we 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 bonded over those. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. Oh wait, the ankle support. Wow, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, my <laughs> shit was fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I'll have to, you'll have to try these on. <laughs> <laughs> I still have um, it. I still have it. That's right. No, yeah. Um, so, so yeah, like when it comes to shuffling and dancing, like I now feel like, you know, connected with it again. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that there's no like barriers that are looming or. Yes. Way like, or, like you know? before, like when I recovered the first time, my ankle still hurt. Yeah. And, it drove me fucking crazy. And like, yeah, I wanted to get back to dancing and this and that. So for a year, I was just like not leveling up. And, Mm. you know, that's not what's necessarily important. But like, I wanted to be a better dancer. I wanted to learn more moves, more ways to express myself. So I wasn't able to do that for two years almost, you know? And man, like I lost touch with it. And um, so the message I want to leave is like, Time is time can move slow, but it can move fast because thinking about all of that, like it seems like it was yesterday, but it also like it also was like, wow, like now I'm back, you know, and, you know, shout out to Jorge, man. Like I. I don't know how he's feeling, but like you will get back to how you were and even stronger, like just be be diligent, do the right things for your body, take care of yourself. And that goes for anyone, like no matter what you're experiencing, like your body is amazing and it can recover and um, just you, make it your you job. It, if yeah. you help it to do so. Yeah, if, exactly. Like if you take the responsibility um, to make it your job, because we have nothing without our bodies, man, in my opinion, like it, to do the things we want. It, it's totally true. And, and just, yeah, for the listeners, our, our, our friend Jorge, who is a shuffling, shuffle fanatic, like, and is killer, oh, you know, at the, at the craft. Amazing. With the beautiful. Train, um, is going through something yeah. similar that, yeah. you know, that you've described mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. with his well, the ACL injury. Yeah. And I'll, I'll be talking to him soon um, about that. And I'd love to kind of get his thoughts on like, how, mm-hmm. how it's been. And, how it's and been. Whatnot. Yeah. And, um, but but yeah, like there's many many cases where people might be having their injuries at the moment, or they might yeah. they might listen to this and be like, doesn't apply until they hurt them. Until shit. yeah yeah yeah, and then, yeah. And then they're like, okay, got it. You know, <laughs> yeah. and like now I know what I'm gonna what now I know what I need to prepare for. Yeah. and like I need to be patient. Yeah, and and all that stuff. And um, I I really like the the message that you've conveyed of not identifying with the dance too strongly because like yeah yeah, this is a shuffle podcast like we're all shuffle enthusiasts here we talk about the community and like you know being a part of it and like a little bit of that glue is the dance itself of course course, you know like because that's how we connect with one of with one another in one in one modality yeah um but there's other ways to connect with with other people as well you know through the through the music through the connections that you actually make with them like you, you had talked about that you found your value of who you are as a person because of like the character that you've held throughout yeah. uh, out all this. Yeah. And we can relate to someone else's character in, in, yeah. in a big way too. It's not just like, oh, wow, you do that shuffle move or you, you string together <laughs> shuffling concepts well together. Therefore, you know, like I, 
I'm going to like you, yeah. you know, like yeah. that is, uh, it's unconditional. Yeah. It's like, yeah, no, yeah. if you're a terrible person, like all that goes out the window. Like, yeah. I don't yeah. care. Like, I don't yeah. care like what your competency level yeah. is with, with the dance. You know what I mean? 100%. So it's like putting your value in, into the things that actually do matter uh, at the end of the day. And yeah. it's like, if we all break our ankles or, you know, um, I was gonna say so, I was gonna say something else. If you break your neck, you know what I mean. Yeah, and, yeah, and like yeah. You're you're down for the count, and and you can never dance ever again. Like there will be people who, if if you have good character and you're still an enthusiast about all the things around shuffling, maybe yeah. just like comment commentating on it or or whatever. Becoming else, or a DJ. Becoming a DJ or <laughs> or like attending all the events and things like that. Like yeah. you can still connect with people and like be a part of this but your value is not derived fully from what you can do on the dance floor exactly and like that's uh, i your journey like the way that you've described it and then like the kind of like that end when you were coming to terms with your second uh surgery mm -hmm. things like that and it was like that aha moment of mm -hmm. you know i've felt i've felt so down in the dumps because i just have felt like i didn't have the worth you know, that warranted, you know, friendship or respect or yeah. confidence or whatever else. And then just having that, having it be like, no, I, I deserve that all along the way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, Despite yeah. this injury, I, de I deserve that all around the way. I yeah. just needed to get over it yeah. in my own head. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's just very, very powerful. You know? Thank you. Yeah. 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 It just takes time, you know, yeah. like whenever you can like get to the point where you're like, okay, I'm walking like each little, every week that goes by where you get a little better, like, can be uh, leveraged to inspire this comeback, you know? Yeah. And um, yeah, your body will heal. Your body will heal. I promise you. I promise you. Your body will heal. Just breathe and allow time to run its course. Yeah, trust the process. Trust you know the process. I mean? yeah. And that's also another good piece of advice that you gave. It's like, doing physical therapy long after yeah. the doctor said like, you're good. You yeah, know? Yeah, like, yeah. Nah, or, yeah. Do it all the time. Yeah. I'm, I'm horrible at that and I need to do it more. But um, this is a good reminder, yeah. good reminder for that yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, dude, it's been amazing talking to you. Thank you so much for sharing like that. That's a very vulnerable, those are vulnerable, vulnerable stories, mm -hmm. you know, just going through that twice. Yeah. Um, you know, hell, you you probably had like a little bit of like PTSD over it. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Just like the anxiety that you shared going into the second surgery. Yeah. Like that, it, it almost seems like you wanted to like disassociate from from that. Like yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know that that was probably rough. So I commend you. And thank you for being vulnerable and sharing that. Yeah. You know, not yeah. just with me, but obviously the audience yeah. that we have. I'm happy. Uh, with yeah. This as well. Happy to do that. But um, if it is okay with you, I want to get to know you a little bit uh, more with our world famous final five. Nice. All right. All right. Sick. Um, so, you know, these are five questions that I ask every guest. And yeah. then we get to learn a little bit more about them. Yeah. Um, you know, I think our our uh, our audience has learned a lot about you from from the experiences that you've already, you know, shared. But, you know, maybe we can just like put some icing on the cake and, Please. you know, um, have them dig into your brain a little bit more. Mm -hmm. But so the first question that I have is, uh, what is your favorite musical genre? Uh, definitely house. And, and it's subgenres. Okay. Yeah. What's your, I mean, probably bass house would be your favorite. Uh, or are you yeah. leaning into I mean, like, I like <sighs> bass house, but not like, I have a, like a, a subgenre I 
created called like dub house like mm. where it's like dubstep in house like like artists like abstract or um you know martin horger like i'm leading away from that super heavy baseline but like anything with like hip-hop influence um lyrics i love um tech bass house remixes of like popular like pop songs yeah um so yeah definitely house but Catch me in six months, a year, two years, like might be techno because ah. I am loving what I'm hearing with techno. But I love that. I yeah, love that yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 um, yeah. I'm happy about that as well, branching into other genres. But like house, I love so much. L- let me, let me, let's just unpack that really quick. Yeah. Um, what has gotten you into techno a little bit, a little bit more? Because like this wasn't, this is new to me. You know, yeah, I mean? it's yeah, yeah. Like the last. I'd say like the last month or so, I've gotten yeah. like inklings of like you being curious about it and like talking a little bit more about it. You know, I dropped before we um, exciting um, before we got on air. Like we were just talking about the set, the show that we'll be playing. Yeah, you'll be, you'll be opening. Yeah, um, for a uh, MHS uh, takeover. Yeah. I'm not sure when this um, episode will air. It might have already happened. You know, at this point. Yeah, but um, you'll be playing your your first set. Yeah, and um, and then I'll be I'll be playing some sometime um, at later in the night. But we were just talking about you know what, what we're gonna do for our sets. And, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and whatnot. And I dropped a. Uh, a techno artist that I really like, No Name Left. And you're like, oh yeah, I really, I really mess with that song. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, so, yeah. Okay, all right. So yeah. he's actually doing it. Yeah. Not, he's not just, just saying that he likes techno to appease me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, um, what, yeah, wh- how have you caught the bug? Like what, what is, um, what's like ground zero? For yeah, yeah. Just you? decided to go to, uh, you know, half our group goes to, um, you know, techno trans shows, of course. Yeah. And so I was like, you know, I'll go to this one. It was Paul Van Dyke at yeah. the church. And that dude, like, made me understand. I understand. And I think, so I've heard he does, like, a techno and trance kind of mix type yeah. of thing. Tech trance. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but I understand. I was literally sitting on, you know, the benches at the back of church. And, like, I just closed my eyes and, like, I was like, oh, I get the progression. Like, mm. like the layers that were added on, um, how it kind of like there is a consistent beat. And I actually could be like a little skewed in just like how the genre works. But like whether it's right or not, like I understood the feeling and like um, understood how to dance to it mm. and kind of the the mood, right? And And I was like, okay, like I get it. Like... I understand and actually haven't like shuffled all night, especially with the fam mm-hmm. to techno. You know, it's been at like meetups where it's splashed in and then I'm like, ah, oh, kind of vibing out. It's not my thing, blah, yeah. blah, blah. But like when I force myself to dance to, you know, at that night, like I was slowly understand or like enjoying uh, the playfulness that mm-hmm. I could do with the consistent beat, um, you know, so yeah, I, I kind of found a new like side to my flow. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, just hearing it, I just kind of understood what was happening, yeah. you know, and why, because people are like, oh, I don't like, I don't like house techno, whatever, because it's the same beats, repetitive. Well, mm-hmm. it's not like when you dive deeper into it or in the deeper layers, those aren't repetitive, you know? So, so yeah, it was that show. And I like really understood, I feel like. Like why, like the the genre, why it is 
what it is yeah. and what the allure is. Got it. So. Got it. And you were you, you you gained an understanding for yourself and it made, yeah. it made sense for you. Yeah. You know, I was like, fun. okay, I'm dancing to this and like I I I like the feeling I have, this flow, you know. Yeah. Uh yeah. Got it. Got it. That's cool, man. Yeah. Shout out Paul Van Dyke. Yeah. I wasn't at that show. Uh, Migs, I think Migs was at that show. Yeah, yeah. Saw, I met yeah. him. I met him for the first time. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. He was, uh, it was the night before, it was the night after uh, that he came in and uh, did his episode. So. Oh, nice. Shout out to Migs. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, okay. Next question. So, um, what is your favorite place to dance? Well, honestly, like at, at a show, at a festival, uh, besides Cheeseman. Like, yeah. come on. I feel like everyone is- We're said, about to be there in like 20 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Here we go again. Right, Next right. guest we're, saying- We're still down, right? Uh, uh, I don't know. No, yeah. of course we're still okay. down. Oh, yeah, yeah. You yeah. brought your decks, right? Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. We are Speak- ready to throw down. Speakers are charged. Let's get, <laughs> yeah, let's get yeah. the spread. Let's but, get it. But keep going. Okay. Um, you know, like Cheeseman's such a special place, but like- um, I love when the music is all consuming, mm. you know? So you like, like in your chest. Oh yeah. Everywhere. <laughs> feel my balls. man. <laughs> <laughs> I've said that a couple of times where I'm like, yo, <laughs> I'm feeling this all sorts of places. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, I really like dancing at global. Mm. Um, you know, the concrete, the asphalt, there's one stage, I forget what it's called where like, it was kind of like bumpy asphalt, but it mm. was like slick. It was like, I just, it was AC Slater set actually. Okay. And um, yeah, just like, I've, I can recall some dope experiences at Global and that sort of pavement um, that they have there. Uh, but really just at a show, man, like uh, any place where I have plenty of space, you know, uh, but just where the music is all encompassing in my mm. body. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, I can relate. I, mm-hmm. I, I love it when I when I feel it in my chest. Yeah, oh, it yeah, almost yeah. makes me have to like cough because like, yeah. it's vibrating my chest. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I love that shit. Um, next question uh, for you. You know, speaking of global, I don't know this, if this is it, but um, <laughs> what is your favorite set show or festival? Uh, yeah, so my favorite set, <sighs> dude. I feel like. Um, well, it's a combination. So, so my favorite festival, if you, I've only been to a couple, like, and they're like Degadence Global, which are here in Colorado and Lost Lands. Definitely more festivals coming up in the future. But um, the meetup we had at Lane 8 for Global, mm-hmm. at, uh, I think it was last year, um, where we had the big MHS flag. Were you there for that? I was not. Gotcha. No, gotcha. Country. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. in Columbia. I missed um, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> we miss you too. Um, Dude, we had a huge, probably the biggest shuffle circle I've ever seen. And it was an MHS meetup at Lane 8. Mm-hmm. And I just, I remember Mario like running around with the flag, just like waving the flag, like, like you know, like we're going into battle. Marking you know? our territory. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Sort of just going around the whole circle and people kind of backed up a little more, yeah, you know, like, yeah. but like. And I don't know if it was like immediately after he did that, but like then like we had our like kind of signature moment where everyone shuffles at once. Mm -hmm. Like I've never seen so many people shuffling at once, like then that set. And I was just like, 
oh my gosh, like this is absolutely insane. All the legs moving, you know, like, oh man. Uh, So that honestly is probably like my favorite set. But like Toki Monster at High Grounds. Mm, Remember that? That was like me, you, and Kaya. Yeah. Oh my, I was telling you that night. I was like, like, and it was such a small, like, I don't know if you call it a festival, you know, just an outdoor event. Like, I was about it. We got him for free. Like, we did? Yeah. I, oh, yeah, I yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. I did. <laughs> yeah. No, um, yeah, we got him for free and they didn't have any freaking water. Yeah, for the, free. water was, the water situation was Oh, my situation was God. That, that is, that is, that's why we got deal. him for free. Like, yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that set, like, I did not expect it, you know, mm. like, and people were saying, like, oh, she might play a little house and a little something else. Because uh, that festival was like all sorts of things. But she yep. played, uh, honestly, almost the whole time. It was like bass house, tech house, like my favorite yep. genres. And I felt uh, I felt a level up there for sure. Um, and this was after my second surgery. So like my body was feeling good, mm-hmm. you know, and I wasn't having any pain. And I, I felt a level, a big level up. Um, I remember that, that. That was like, yeah, one of the one of the first times in a while where we grew together. We might have... We might have caught that like EDM friends sh- um, shuffle meetup. Remember, it was like at Belmar Park behind like the barn. We had to be moved. Oh we have a yeah, couple video like that was like one instance, and then yeah, the other yeah. one was like high grounds where we were actually grooving. I was like, yeah, awesome. I'm seeing Trent here, like yeah, you know, yeah. moving and shuffling now. Yeah, like, yeah, um, yeah. I think like Yogi, Yogi was there. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. You know, a couple other homies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so those two were uh, insane. That's dope, man. That's dope. Any others? Any other notables? Uh, I mean, like, at the time, Lost Lands was was you know it was like my it was like my only like camping festival. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, and even afterwards, for months, I would say, I would say like that's the most fun I've ever had in my life. Mm. Uh. But now I would say it's the most fun I've ever had in my life because of you know MHS and um you know me shuffling now. So at that um, time it was at that time now, it was yeah yeah, yeah 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 now yeah yeah it's not the case but. Got it. Yeah, it counts. Like, yeah, it counts. I mean, yeah. Uh, like at the time, it was I, was. I was at. That was the start you know. of your shuffle journey too. Like, it was. You know, it was. Yeah, that mm-hmm. is, is probably yeah one two one that you can really reminisce about, mm-hmm. and um, you know, it, it might just very well be your favorite because of that. You yeah, know? yeah, what, yeah, what you, yeah. What what you owe that festival totally for for getting you. You mm-hmm. know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um. Awesome. Next question. What is your favorite book? Um. I might have a new favorite book that my friend Jenna recommended to me uh, called Becoming. Um, I was going to say The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Um, that was a kind of like the same thing with what we just said. Like, it was my favorite book at the time. Yeah. And it helped me, like, that is a good tremendously. One. Have you read it? Yeah. Oh. yeah. Stephen Covey? Yeah. Yep. Stephen Covey. Um, <clears throat> Oh my god! I mean, it's still honestly could be my favorite book because even to this day, I would still um, relate so heavily to it. But this book, becoming, is like just a the most well-rounded um, spiritual slash physical slash mental awakening that um, has been proposed to me, and um, it's a fantastic book to to <laughs> change your life. Like that that thing that can really change your life. It's becoming with a Q. Hmm. um instead of a c but um yeah in short it is a the most well-rounded approach to like not even be happy because it's not about chasing happiness it's about living with what is in your life you know and finding peace in the chaos Mm -hmm. so 
that's been huge. I'm still reading it. Got it. But, got it. Yeah. Not, not finished yet, but not finished, yeah, but like, there. Oh my it's gosh. It's had enough of an impact. Yeah, yeah. It really has. It really, really has. Awesome. man. Mm-hmm. Awesome. We'll put it in the show notes. Yes, us. please, please. Um, all right. Final question for you. Put any message on the main stage production, large festival. We're talking EDC, Las Vegas, Tomorrowland. Um, yeah. what would that message say that tens of thousands of people will be viewing it? Yeah. Um, it would be, it's actually from, uh, becoming the book. You have everywhere to go and nowhere to be. And what it means is you don't have a deadline. You don't have an age where by this time I got to be here. Um, but you also owe it to yourself to explore everywhere you want to go. But there's no finish line because there's not going to be a point in your life where everything's kosher all the time. And like I was saying, it's about living and, 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 and finding peace in the ups and downs. And when you're down, knowing that you'll come out of it. And when you're up, knowing that this won't last forever. So again, it's not about finding the place to be, but you have everywhere to go. You have all, everything that you want to do is on the table. You can do it. Um, but don't put the pressure on yourself to get to it by a certain deadline or else you're not going to do it, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. everywhere to go, but nowhere to be. Mm-hmm. Just live your life. That also ties in like the patience, you know, the patience yeah, aspect of totally. it that you've kind of, you know, totally parted on us throughout the interview Mm -hmm. you know um you know patience is absolutely a virtue and uh sometimes it's hard for us especially like the go-getters like the type a's like you know those certain personality types Mm -hmm. but they're the ones who probably need it the most you know yeah so yeah no very cool man thank you Mm -hmm. for thank you for sharing that yeah um I've really enjoyed our time together, dude. Thank you. Thank you again for the for the patience before the interview as well. Hey, hey. Yeah, you we live in it right now. Yeah, you know, yeah. like <laughs> great job. I hope yeah. I did a great job with it. You um, did, you did. Thank you. Um, but no, it's been a lot of fun and we are going to continue to have fun spinning yeah. some music at Cheeseman Park. Um, so we're gonna so boots that. and cats. So <laughs> boots and cats. Boots and cats, but you know, maybe we'll get a, get rid of the cats like and just get like a nice techno kick. Going yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, I'm down, baby. I'm I want to introduce you to some uh some other music yeah, as well. Yes, yes, <laughs> here for that. Um but before we get out of here, is there anything else that you'd like to share with the audience? Or do you think we've covered covered everything? Yeah. Yeah. We've covered everything. Um, I'm just, I'm really passionate about the people out there that are going through injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, and cause I know how suffocating it can be, but yeah, just know that, yeah, patience and time and diligence, you, you will, you will come out of this. Mm-hmm. There is a light at the end of the tunnel and your body is amazing it will heal and you will prosper in every way you want to. It might not seem like it now, but you will. Awesome. Awesome, man. Well, there's probably a lot of people out there that this conversation has, you know, it's resonated with them. Maybe they would feel inclined to like reach out to you. If, uh, yes. If the, in the case, like they are going through an injury or, you know, they're just going through a rough, 
a rough period of time and your story is, it, it, you know, inspires them or, or they just want more answers and maybe, yeah. you know, it wasn't elaborated on like how, like the nuts and bolts <laughs> of, uh, of how you got through. Everything. Yeah. I'm happy to, to give my counsel. Awesome. Awesome. How can, um, how can people connect with you, reach out to you? Yeah. Through my, through, um, through my Instagram for sure. I'm not really active on a ton of other platforms, but, um, yeah. Through my Instagram, I'm sure you'll plug that. Should I? Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah I, I've got it. T T McShuffles. Right? TMC yeah. Shuffles. T TMC Shuffles. Yep. I yep. like McShuffles better. <laughs> no. T McShuffles. Either way, either way. <coughs> yeah, we definitely gotta wrap this up. Cough I, I will. Um, yep. Yeah, I'll, I'll link all that in the show notes. But, um, dude, like I said, uh, an honor to have you on the show. You oh, are one of. Here. You are very much one of my homies. Someone I confide in in a, in a very uh, deep way. And um, I am absolutely enthralled about what the future holds for our relationship absolutely. and, um, you know, how this is just going to build on itself. So thank you for being a part of my life. Thank you for coming on the show. I love you, brother. Uh, let's get the cheese. Man. Let's go. <laughs> love you too, man. Thank you for listening to the Shuffle Curious podcast. I hope you've enjoyed the show so far. We are past the launch and I'm so appreciative of the support that the show has received. You guys have really stepped up in a huge way and I'm eternally grateful for that. I know this is a big ask due to the show just starting um, and it's very much in its infancy, but any and all support would really be amazing from you guys. So I just wanted to come on and list a couple ways that you guys can help out the podcast uh, moving forward. So first and foremost, subscribing to the YouTube channel would be a huge help. Uh, among, you know, also sharing and uh, following the show on other social media platforms, uh, such as Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, but in particular, YouTube uh, will really help increase the visibility of the show and it can help to reach a wider audience as well. In addition to this, uh, leaving a review on anywhere where podcasts are distributed, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, um, can really leave a positive impression on uh, new listeners and it will help them discover the podcast more readily. Also, um, engaging with the podcast, so leaving comments, uh, participating in social media discussions, and just anything that would really help build a community around the podcast uh, would be of great assistance. And um, please feel free, you know, DM me my, my personal Instagram at Patty Creates or the show's Instagram uh, at the Shuffle Curious Podcast with the spaces being uh, underscores. I would love to hear any feedback, any ideas, any uh, discourse around the show. Um, it would be um, an honor to hear you guys out and, and, and you know, implement, implement some of the ideas and, and the feedback that you guys have for me. Also, donating to the podcast directly or purchasing a Shuffle Curious shirt uh, would, would help out a lot. Um, there's a lot of time, there's a lot of energy, and unfortunately money that goes into the podcast. And it will continue to go into the podcast. So let's just get one thing straight here. It's really been a complete joy um, doing the show. And no matter how much or how little monetary assistance the show receives, we'll still be performing the mission of bringing the Shuffle community together. But with a little bit of help, uh, I'll be able to travel more for these interviews, um, buy better equipment, be able to compensate all the amazing people who have made the show a reality and have volunteered their time. 
uh, things of that nature. So buying a shirt would be much more than buying a shirt. And uh, I don't know if you guys realize, but if I ever saw someone at a festival wearing a Shuffle Curious podcast shirt, you would be my best friend in a huge way. I'd love to see it. Um, and I would be, I'd give you a big bear hug. So um, you can purchase these shirts on the Instagram bio um, of the show. Um, also the show's website, and then I'll have links in the show notes as well. As for the donation, um, just please, you know, send me a DM if you feel inclined to donate to the show. Um, I will definitely um, entertain that. And if you're so inclined, that would be uh, absolutely amazing. I'm not going to create a button for uh, donating to the show or GoFundMe or anything like that. Um, it, it, it would just be a, a conversation um, between you and I. So, and I, I would I thank you for that consideration. Um, but lastly, uh, you guys have supported the show just by listening, also listening to this whole outro, um, you know, that that's awesome. You guys rule for, for doing that. And I just cannot understate my appreciation for all of you guys, uh, for being a part of this, uh, crazy ride that it's been so far. Um, so without further ado, uh, I just want, like I said, I wanted to get on, I'll give you guys a couple of ways that you can support. Um, you can run with as many or as little of them as uh, you would like, but um, I thank you, um, you know, regardless for your listenership and support. So uh, with that, I'm going to get out of here. Um, please get out there and dance, stay curious, and I will see you in the next episode, friend.